It's a new year, and with T-Mobile, it's not about how far apart we are. It's about how close we can be. So we're bringing out our best deal. Right now, get the iPhone 12 on us on every single plan with eligible iPhone trade-in. So I can FaceTime with my sister in Savannah. That's right. The iPhone 12 on us on every plan. All on America's 5G leader in coverage. T-Mobile. With 24 monthly bill credits and a new line plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us for well-qualified buyers. Qualifying consumer plan required. See coverage and offer details at T-Mobile.com. Every gambler knows that the secret to surviving. I don't want to take advice from fools. You always want every time you place the bet. I'm going to address the obvious question. Why should you get Joe Duffy's picks? Handicapping truly is in my blood. It is in my roots. Look, how did I get interested in handicapping? In my preteen years, I was always a sports fanatic. I mean, a sports fanatic my entire life. I was one of those people when I was three, four years old. My dad would come home, come home from work. He'd have the Philadelphia Daily News. I would just simply look at the sports pictures. And as soon as I could learn how to read, what was the first thing I read on a regular basis? It wasn't Dr. Seuss. It wasn't kids' books. It was the sports page. And then in my preteen years, the Philadelphia Inquirer came out with a contest for so-called professional handicappers. Some of them good ones, some of them not so good. They would make four picks a week in the NFL based on a standard line, and I was very fascinated with this. I started making my own picks. I was basically an armchair participant, and I won the contest in my first year, or I should more accurately say I beat everyone who was actually officially in the contest. Now, I'm fully aware you're sitting there. You're like, that's very easy to say. There's no verification process. I could never be proven wrong. Look, if I want to put my reputation on something that happened back in 1972 when I was young, uh, look, I'm telling you the truth. This is how I got started. And then each and every year after that, I would again participate as an armchair participant, and I would always do very well in the contest. And over the next couple of years, I uh, did. I outscored everybody a couple of other times, and I was hooked. Look, you've been in a fantasy baseball or football league probably. Think of the single most fanatical fantasy sports player you've ever known. Maybe it's you. That's how I was as a pre-teen and then as a teenager, as an armchair participant in this contest. I was absolutely hooked. I would cut, cut it out of the newspaper, everyone else's pick. I would sit in front of the TV, watch the football games with my dad, and I would mark up the W's and the L's for everybody to see how I did relative to them. Then, when I was in high school, look, I was already a big fan of sports talk shows. This was before there were all sports talk radio stations, but two stations in Philadelphia were talk stations, and they did have a sports talk show. And then on weekends, it was hosted by a guy by the name of Mickey Charles, who was a, a columnist for the Philadelphia Inquiry, wrote a gambling column, and then he wound up doing a sports talk show on weekends and very quickly became an all handicapping show, and he would have some of the big names at the time. Uh, Len Banker was on, Mike Lee. Pretty sure that Bob Martin, the well-known Vegas oddsmaker, was on there quite a few times, and I would absorb everything they said. And by the time I got the high school look, believe it or not, I didn't have the world's greatest social life. I know, how, how could somebody this good-looking not have a phenomenal social life? But more than a consolation prize was the fact that I was just obsessed with this sports handicapping show. I wanted to hear it from beginning to end, 
and I would listen to it every single solitary week. And I was already, again, even more obsessed with picking winners, and I would handicap the games myself uh, at college and professional football and just see how they did. And it was all about my pride. It wasn't about betting, you know, money as a 12-year-old and as a 14-year-old and betting through a bookmaker as a 15-year-old, as some people claim, and maybe it's true, maybe it's not. But my pride meant everything to me and my ability. Then, the biggest blessing in disguise in my entire life. I went away to college. My dream was, at the time, no shock, to host a sports talk show. Then I went into college and started doing play-by-play, and I fell in love with that. But I had at the time, which was heartbreaking, because of a, a goofy financial aid anomaly, I wound up taking a year off of college. Well, during that time, I got my first job in broadcasting and my first job in sports handicapping, and it was working for Dial Sports, the old 976 numbers. I'm surprised of how many people of a certain age remember on ESPN, the very early days on ESPN, they used to run those commercials with the cheerleaders where they would go 900-976-1313. Wound up working for that company. Guess who the owner was? The guy, Mickey Charles, I just talked about. Then I uh, went back to school to finish my education, but between my junior and senior year, I worked over the summer. So two stints there at Dial Sports was for about a year. Lucked out. I heard about this company in Atlanta that was doing the free score phones. They were actually paying very good money for score phone announcers. I sent a tape and resume down there, got the job straight out of college, graduated college May the 8th of 1988, California University of Pennsylvania. Started my first job uh, post-college. June the 1st of that year was doing a 900 number, the amazing Cadillac Club took all of those skills and that knowledge that I acquired as an armchair handicapper all these years and applied it doing my 900 number, the Cadillac Club, instantly began to win. My clients became addicted. I developed a loyal clientele almost overnight. And at that point, my obsession, my passion, I knew then that's what I wanted to do as a vocation for my entire life. I'm not going to deny, of course, if my life worked out perfectly, I would be Al Michaels and then I'd be making inside jokes about the point spreads at the end of the game. But what a consolation prize. I now pick winner after winner for a living. Now compare that to other touts out there. You look, I watch their videos. I watch their sales pitches. I hear things like, gee, I was a runner for the biggest uh, bookmaker, biggest outlaw bookmaker in Philly. And then I decided to move to Philadelphia. Well, I got news for you. Look, if you were a runner, chances were, if you were a runner for a big-time gambler, you were the proxy better for my picks. Going back to the score phone days, some of the biggest bettors in the world were betting my picks. So just because you were a runner for one of my clients, that doesn't teach you how to handicap games. It doesn't teach you how to pick winners. What it means is, Sure, you, you can do a great job as a carrier. You're applying at FedEx, being a runner for, you know, Billy Walters or whomever. That qualifies you for that. That doesn't teach you how to be a professional handicapper. Look, I knew a guy who was a carrier, and most of his, or many of his clients were doctors where he would have to run, uh, you know, medical records and medical files from one part of town to the other part of town. Now he can do all that stuff electronically, and he did that for years. That doesn't teach him how to be a doctor. He was a carrier delivering medical records, just like a paper boy. I've known plenty of people who are paper boys. That doesn't mean they're qualified to be newspaper columnists. So, okay, just because you were a runner for somebody betting my picks, 
doesn't make you qualified to be a professional sports handicapper. Another one of my favorites, I've heard of this a couple times, something along the line that, you know, hey, you know, my family, we own an Italian restaurant, and at age 12, it was really just a front for a big bookmaking business, and I learned the industry then. I was really, you know, working for my dad. It was a bookmaker or, or whatever. Now, let's just say all that stuff is true. Look, to be a bookmaker, you need to learn how to be a good bookkeeper. So being a bookmaker or working for a bookmaker, that certainly teaches you good accounting skills. Teaches you how to balance a checkbook. Also teaches you how to be a good collection agent. So if uh, somebody out there has a business and they need a good collection agent because maybe some of their clients aren't paying on time, you're qualified. That doesn't teach you how to make winning sports picks. And even a successful bookmaker doesn't make him a good professional handicapper. Just like, I don't know how good of a bookmaker I, I would be because it's a completely different animal than picking winners. So just because you work for a bookmaker at age 12 doesn't know, mean you know how to pick winners. It doesn't qualify you one little bit. And of course, the all-time favorite. How about the, the one guy who used to say he bet a million dollars on the Super Bowl and he would bet $100,000 on a bunch of these high-profile games and then if he would actually win, he would show you the winning ticket. Look, there are a plenty of people in bankruptcy court who bet a lot of money on picks. There are plenty of people lying under a bridge who bet big money. So being a reckless gambler and betting $100,000 on a game doesn't mean that you're a good handicapper. In fact, most uh, sharps, we bet on lower profile games, not the Super Bowl, not the Final Four, but of course that makes, that's kind of sexy. That's the shiny object. Oh, and by the way, that tout out of Florida who used to make that claim, he was recently arrested for stealing and embezzling literally over I think it was like $2 million. So compare what they're saying to the truth that I'm telling you. I was an armchair quarterback many, many years ago. I learned handicapping as a preteen, and it has been my full-time profession. It was a full-time profession uh, working for Dial Sports during a year I had to take off from college, and then even during my college breaks. And it's been my full-time profession since June 1st, 1988. And most importantly, everything, everything depends on it. I have to put out the best product or, or then I got to go out and find a quote unquote real job. And I've met a lot of uh, handicappers over the years. There are literally probably less than a dozen, maybe a half a dozen who can accurately say that we have been full-time handicappers for decades. A lot of these guys, look, I know this guy's been selling picks for quite some time. Last I heard his full-time job, he worked in a gas station. Now, another guy, not a, a very reputable handicapper, his main job is he's a real estate agent. I hear he's not even all that great of a real estate agent. But even some of the, the better ones are successful sales guys. But they're traveling all over the country for the main, their main source of income. Then they get back to a hotel, and they got an, an important business meeting the next day, and then they've got to make picks for a website. Are these the guys who you want to pay for picks? Or you do or do you want to pay someone who's been a full-time handicapper since 1988 and who has been a handicapper, not just a better, but a true blue handicapper since my pre-teen days. Okay, I'll say it. My pre-pubescent days, I was obsessed with the science of handicapping. And that's what you get at Joe Duffy's Picks at www. 
OffshoreInsiders.com. It is advanced analytics, the true science of handicapping for nearly 40 years and full-time since 1988. Joe Duffy's Picks at OffshoreInsiders.com. Xfinity is breaking the gig barrier with Wi-Fi speeds over a gig. It's more than enough speed to power all your devices. Introducing gig Wi-Fi, new from Xfinity. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply.